This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Come on, one more again with that man horns. Y'all know what it is. What a night it was at the dental office. Young Zell, tell them about it. Wait a minute. They do not know what Sacktown brings. When on the low, that's a Sacktown thing. Talking about us, it's a bounce out thing. Must they forgot we some Sacramento Kings. Whole squad going crazy, yeah, we back with it. Northern Cali going crazy, one sack winning. If you doubted us, then ain't no back spinning. This is real right here, ain't no catfishing. Uh, uh, so tell me what you see now. See now. Coming down the lane off the rebound. Rebound. It's 916 now. Look towards the sky like the beam now. Tell them like the beam. Like the beam now. You can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam now. You can tell them. You can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam. Like the like Y'all know what it is. We going verse two. We smacked up the Warriors last night. Well, two verses. That's what happened. Yep, that's what happened. Let's go. Sack crowd, make sure everyone knows. Let me tell you how this thing really goes. Yeah, we travel deep. Whether we home on the road, we lit. You don't want that smoke. We the team of the year. We shaking things over here. Don't doubt. We believe over here. We don't bleed over here. And let me just speak real clear. Only deal with real kings over here. So tell me what you see now. Coming down the lane off the rebound. Hey. It's 916 now. Look toward the sky like the beam now. Hey. Tell them like the beam, like the like the beam now. You can tell them, you can tell them like the beam now. Tell them like the beam. Hey, come on, man. Let's get it. Let's get like the beam. Happy Bonte in front of the Golden One Center. Yes, indeed. Let's get it, baby. What's good? Matter of fact, while we got Twitter pulled up, let's 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 go to this. I, there's there is so much I love about this. Uh, shout out to our brother Johnny G. Uh, I, I didn't at, at any point last night think to flip over 
to uh, the telecast. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's recorded from a phone to a TV. Uh, so listen closely. This is courtesy of the Warriors uh, postgame show last yeah, night yeah. with our brother Bonte Hill. So just please, the end of it is just chef's kiss. <laughs> Is that you, Bonte? That's my favorite part. Is that you, Bonte? I can't say Sacramento. <laughs> I love that dude, man. I can't stand Sacramento. <laughs> I love that so much. It's my that boy, man. That's my boy, man. Him and Joe, man. Those are my guys. Yeah, terrific. For real, oh, for Joe. Real. Joe has some things to say today, too, man. He did. Boy, oh, he boy. did. Boy. Boy. <laughs> These brothers was going through it this morning. Uh, but man, what what a whoo. Man, what a ball game that was last night. Kings win a thriller 134, 133. A thriller? Like I said, we beat their ass well, last sure. night. You can go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we I'd, smacked them boys up. Yeah, something so vicious. I I definitely didn't. I I I, I definitely <laughs> smacked their asses up. I definitely didn't think it was going to end exactly like the preseason game. I absolutely that that thought never once ran through my head. Goodness <laughs> boy, gracious! Boy, oh boy! Hey, hey! Call off the dogs. Wave the white flag. It was a blowout. <laughs> That was a blowout. Just like just like Saturday's game versus the Packers. Oh, was that a was a blowout, man. Yeah. We, we beat just, the hell out of them boys. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> boy. K, KC watched sports different than the rest of us. Kings didn't let them score the last five seconds of the game. <laughs> Shut them out. Kings went on a 2-0 run to close the game. Let's go. Couldn't should be me. Should have been a 4-0 run. But that's well, a whole different story. Well, it wasn't, though. Mm. Kings miss, you know. Kings missed three free throws the whole night. And I'll be honest, Kevin Herter missing the second one, I didn't even care because when we missed the first one, I was like, "Well, this is gonna sting." Well, no, see, and this, I was this I was, is this I was is different. gonna sting. I was different. I okay. said, I said when he got to the line because I didn't even realize Kevin Herter shooting eighty percent from the free throw line. Yeah. that's really good. Eighty-two yeah. percent from the free throw line. I remember the beginning of last year's Kevin Herter where he was like sixty-three percent. Right. So when he got fouled, I was almost like, "Oh man." Like, it was almost like Domas going to the line. If It felt that way, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking of last year. You know when I thought of that? When he shot the technical. That I was, was like, what is he doing? That was Who? surprising. Was it rock, paper, scissors? Was that that realize... was on Monday, right? Or no, was no, it last, it was last night? last night. Yeah, he did it last night. Yeah, it was last night. I said, what's going on there? But um, but that's just me, like, not paying attention to what he's doing this year. He's yeah. shooting 82% from the line. Yeah. So when he got fouled, I, I said, just make one. Just really? make one. Yeah, just make one so you can defend a three and mm. you can't lose the game on a two. And he misses the first one. I was like, still, just make one. And then he misses the second mm. one. I said, oh, no. <laughs> oh, Lord, no. I mean, for, uh, you know, we're ha- I'm having fun or whatever, but for much of, you know, the final two minutes or so, I was just like, damn, bro. This, I gotta. We gotta deal with losing another close game to the mm-hmm. Warriors in Golden State, like another one. That's not and what I, I was thinking. Come here and talk about this again. And uh, I was thinking no. losing another game because they missed free throws at the end. You make both of those. The worst that can happen in all likelihood is they tie it. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm actually, I think, I, I wonder, like, I mean, the thing I was so happy with that they didn't call timeout. I always agree with that, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that a lot, a lot of the time. But I also think those guys can run a play <laughs> that can get somebody open. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they took the ball up the floor and it just allowed, you know, there was clearly a plan, swarm, swarm Steph. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I felt but before that, I was like, oh, I, I think they might get him. Like, Steph is going to throw something up and it's going to be scary. But they might have him, and then of course Steph loses the ball, and I would, Sacramento I would, exhales. I was, I was, I was stressed. Hey, I'll give I you was one. Stressed. I'll give you one. How often do I react to games? Not often. I reacted to that one. <laughs> I got up before the three free throws, started walking around, watched the watched the free throw standing up, misses it. Oh, this is gonna suck. <laughs> and gave the old Jason Garrett. Gave it old Jason Garrett when it when when when, 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 when Steph when Steph uh, lost the ball. I was like, oh, we got him, and I don't know what De'Aaron was doing. I, thankfully, he didn't hurt himself on whatever well, that move De'Aaron was. with that Vince Carter dunk that ended up being a jelly. <laughs> oh man! And when he went up and did that, I was like, I know you got bounced, De'Aaron. You got it like that? No, 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 he didn't, no, he he didn't. like that. No, At least not on that play. I don't know that he was truly trying to, but that was like, oh, oh, are you, you good? All right. All right. Hey, Ooh. hey, hey, Ooh. hey. How about that boy from the University of North Carolina? Hey, come on now. How about that boy from the University come of on, North yo, Carolina? I, <laughs> no, I tweeted it out a couple times. I said, I can't believe. <laughs> I cannot believe what I'm watching right now. I was watching with Reese. And, and when Harrison hit the hit the three at the end of the third quarter, I said, oh, my God. He hit that three. And it's not like he can't shoot or he's got a broke shot, shot or nothing like that. But he hit that three. You want to talk about nothing but the bottom of the net. You want to talk about snapping that net. Mm. I mean, that was as pure mm-hmm. as it could be. And I said, yo, what? I can't believe what I'm watching. This man, I said, he about to hit 40. 40 on your head. Oh, 40 on your head. <laughs> He about to hit 40 on these boys. He only got 39. But, man, what a game. What a game from Harrison. Man. That's incredible. (laughs) HB. There's so much funny stuff. We're going to play the clip. Matt George, uh, when he's not giving tours of the Chase Center uh, to the D'Lo and KC audience, uh, he's a terrific reporter. He asked a great question. Uh, and 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 made sure he got the follow up, and he got a really good response mm. uh, from Harrison Barnes. We're gonna play that clip for you uh, as as the show rolls along here. We'll play actually play that clip for you here uh, in just a couple of minutes. But it was thirty nine uh, that led the way from Harrison Barnes. But le- don't let that distract you from the fact uh, you checked your timeline there at the right time of the game, and boy, the Kings universe was like, "Yo, De'Aaron Fox is back." Mm. Mm. Might have been slow there for a couple of days, oh, but man. Foxy Five is back. That boy was looking nasty, coming down, hitting transition threes, off of made baskets, going coast to coast, not able to stop. I mean, he looked great last night. That I mean, he had a couple moves. Timely. Like, oh, my gosh. Timely. The, the, timely for sure. Every time it, the, 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 it felt like the Warriors got within one, De'Aaron takes the ball out the net, mm-hmm. runs up the floor, mm-hmm. and gets it right back. Man, he he was sensational last night. One of my favorite moves, it didn't have a whole lot to do with the the end of the game or anything, but in the first half when he, he hit that, uh, he stopped on a dime, reverse fall away on, on Sarge, 
Like mm-hmm. it, that mm-hmm. was poetry. Mm-hmm. That was poetry in motion. How he was able to go that quick, stop on a dime, change directions, spin, and just just calmly. I mean, he was in his bag mm-hmm. last night. He was doing his thing. And look, hey, Grand Hill ain't slick. Grand Hill ain't slick. Mm. He was there trying to recruit De'Aaron. Mm, he ain't it. slick. That was supposed to be Reggie Miller's game. He said, "No, nah, let me let me take this one. Let me take this one, Reg. You ain't slick, Grand Hill. Put him on the put him on the team, man. Put him on the team." Put him on the Olympic team. Put him on the All Star team. Mm-hmm. Uh, put him out there for the world to see. Man, I was sad to see no media voted for De'Aaron Fox. That's ridiculous, to be honest with you. Like, that's kind of like not one, not one media person voted for De'Aaron. So, 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 help me out with how the the the, the voting and what it was for. The voting was for starter, right? Yeah. So. That has nothing to do with the reserves. Right. Absolutely nothing. But, like, the two people that got the starting nods, mm-hmm. SGA and Luca, mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody and, – and this is, this is like, towards your point about De'Aaron mm-hmm. and, like, kind of trying to bap, – being baffled by the media. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you could vote for anybody else to be starters. So what I'm saying is De'Aaron got zero. Mm-hmm. Everybody else should have got zero outside of those two. Mm-hmm. How somebody can sit there and say, nah, I'm voting for Steph to start over those two, and at the same breath say, like, De'Aaron, like, what are you looking at? Labeling Steph an all-star starter snub was really bizarre because I think people get so, like, comfortable with that terminology Mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, he's a snub. Okay, who took his place? Like, you have to make an argument that Steph Curry deserves to be there over Shea Gildress-Alexander. Right. Or Luka Doncic, and you can't. Like, there's can't no, there's it. no argument. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean Steph's not great. It doesn't mean that Steph's career is invalidated because of this. Right. This is this is a, this is a half season acknowledgement, it. and it's those That's two. All it is like, for, not, for this particular season. It's I, those. The only other person that maybe could get some votes is is Ant Man. It's those three. Sure. No sure. Booker, yeah, no, yeah, sure. no, 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 James not Harden, for a starter. No. none of that, and and no, it's, not for a starter. you know, um, much respect to my guy. You know, five is my guy. Five shouldn't get starting votes over over those guys. Mm-hmm. Those three should get all the votes. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like Fox got zero, which I understand, but how he gets zero and like Kyrie has one, or yeah, James like, Harden like, has one. What are these yeah. guys doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got so much to talk about. Trey Wingo is going to be with us here today oh, yeah. uh, as well. Coming up in the 2 o'clock hour, James Ham will be with, back with us at 3. Uh, we've got tons of sound to play uh, from last night. You'll hear from Harrison Barnes coming up. You'll hear from De'Aaron Fox and the rivalry that mm. isn't the Warriors mm. and Kings. That's and all coming up. We're just getting just, started. It's a nice little prelude. It's a nice little prelude, man. This King's Why are you dance, rubbing nice your hands prelude, together man. like that? It's very on, loud. Rub hands like bird, man. It's time, baby. It's time. I'm trying to go to Vegas. It's time. Yeah. It's time. It's going to be a long day here on Dealing with Casey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, oh, man. I thought about that. Oh, man, I can't believe I didn't, I didn't tell you guys this the other day. <laughs> and I want, there's, a, there's a bunch of things I want to hear. I want to hear the sound from Harrison. I want to hear a sound from De'Aaron. You had something that you were going to say right before the show. I want to hear about that. We got sound from other people. We got more of the game to talk about. There's a, there's a lot to get into right here. But there's some I can't believe I forgot to tell you guys this. <laughs> so after the game on Monday, you know, I'm I'm with uh Sarah Hodges and her crew. Shout out Lexi, you know what I'm saying? We just chilling, you know, on the on the court area, you know, going wow. back and forth in these tunnels. No, and stuff very like nice. That. Wow. And uh didn't do that when you're with me, but no, that's well, because you're gone. What are you talking about? Well, that's, you're gone. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> so so we we um we, we had waited for something, and I was uh, with the uh, one security guard and one usher, my man Doug. Shout out Doug. Doug makes mm-hmm. good chocolate chip cookies. And he gave me one of them. Very good. Shout out to my man Doug. Doug is a good dude. And and uh, Roro comes by. Shout out Roro. Sac Republic. That's my guy over there. Big ups mm-hmm. to Roro. And you know I'm talking to him or whatever. Shout out. We, we talking. He had his son there having a conversation. He leaves, and then. Somebody walks by and Doug goes, hey, hey, man, hey. All right, man, have a good day. I'll see you, bro. He just walks by. I'm like, all right. And Doug goes, you know who that is? I said, no. I said, that's Slamson. <laughs> oh, no. You met, you met the Slamson? I didn't really. He walked by me and said bye to Doug. Oh, but, that's funny. Yeah, so I don't like, if he walked in the studio right now, I wouldn't that's recognize funny. him. But he's not a 60-year-old man like we we thought, because remember somebody tried to say it's the same Slamson? Yeah. It's not. It's oh. a, it's a, he's younger than that. Some sack steak here. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is terrific. I said, whoa, what? And must be nice to be Kenny Caraway, oh, boy. I don't know. Funniest one of me is always going to be, we had Brian Baldinger on once. I'm like, hey, what's up, Baldy? Whatever. going to be on with D-Lo and Casey. He's like, oh, I know Casey. Awesome. <laughs> no. I, I swear, I swear, I swear. I don't even like. You think, I swear, I don't know if he's talking about a different Casey. I just look, kind of looked at the phone. I was like, oh, okay, cool. It, yeah. I swear he said that. He talk about another Casey. He don't know me, man. Everybody knows <laughs> Casey. He don't know me. Not Sarah just doesn't hang out with anyone. No, she would hang out with you. Stop. Don't do that. If you were there, no, no I didn't have to be there at all. I'm Kenny's plus one <laughs> everywhere. True. Bar West. <laughs> 32 Brews Street next Friday. Shout out 32 Brews next Friday. Yes, indeed. Come through. Come through. Come through. Um, 
All right, man. Let's uh, let's get back into this game. Where you want to start, man? You a bit charged up. Where you want to start today? Um, man, I, I really, I really don't know where to go. We talked about we talked about Harrison Barnes, um, in the game that he had. Can I give a shout out to really that roster as a whole? In the third quarter, I think maybe at the end of the third quarter, middle of the third quarter, I tweeted it out and it carried on for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. I said the Kings are playing great tonight. Mm-hmm. I thought they played. They did. A great game yeah, last they did. night. They played really, From beginning really good. to end. And um, it would have been a shame if they weren't able to get a victory because that mm-hmm. would have been kind of like the Bucks game, kind of mm-hmm. like the Suns game, yep. not getting over the hump. Um, so I'm glad they got the win. I, I thought they played great. I thought the game is in general was a really good game. I thought the Warriors played good. Obviously, it was, it was shot-making. A lot of people will say no defense, but it was akin to that. Uh, Clippers Kings game from last year. I thought the shot making was was on point last. I thought both teams were playing hard, and I, I thought it was just a great game. I thought the Kings played great last night. No, I couldn't agree more. It, and it and it and it was one of those games where it was like this is gonna sting if they mm-hmm. don't if they're not able to close this out um, because it felt like and and salute to the Golden State Warriors. I didn't know what to expect from them yesterday. Um, I feel like they're doing their best to kind of just settle back into basketball, right? And mm-hmm. and and I think they did a great job of that last night. And that game was just kind of a microcosm of the goods and the the, the ups. That game was like their their season, like all in all all in a forty eight minute period. And uh, both teams obviously w- desperately want to get something going here into the second half of the season. Uh, so a big second straight win for Sacramento headed into, you know, I think this is just going to be the case, a big game tomorrow. Yes. And I didn't, I didn't catch this. J.A. pointed it out on Twitter, and I, I, I obviously I, I, I see it now. Atlanta plays Dallas tonight in Atlanta. In Atlanta. And so Dallas is flying from Atlanta back to Dallas. Dallas is from, from from Atlanta back to Dallas tomorrow to play the Kings. Yeah. That's a wild back to back. Yeah, yeah. It and really is. That's that's what the, you know, that's what the that's what the Kings are facing tomorrow night. And it's 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 always it's always good to be the Warriors. It's always great to 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 you know, win a game in the Western Conference. But now you look at that cluster of teams where you start talking about the 6 and 7 and 8 and those types of spots. Well, Dallas is in that conversation. And you've had your struggles with the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I think you've got one more with them. You can't win the series with the with 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 the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. You've got a you've got to find a way to kind of get ahead of the Dallas Mavericks here. Yeah, and right now I think they're a game a game and a half ahead of Dallas in the standings. And you got an opportunity to um, they've only played them once, right? The one in Dallas. I think that's the only one. I don't think they played them at home yet. So you got a chance to get that second win. Of, of that series and you know just keep stacking stacking games in front mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. same thing you kind of did last night with the Warriors we talked about yesterday like even though the Warriors are what they are you always got to I feel and I think you agree you always got to keep your eye on them as long as 30 is around you always got to keep your eye on them and if you have an opportunity to continue to push them back you have to take advantage of it that's what they did last night same thing with, with Dallas. I don't look at Dallas as being as scary or formidable as the Warriors, but you've got an opportunity on Saturday to kind of push them back. And, and you know, you're not going to bury them or nothing, right. but just every opportunity you have 
to push him back. Yep. You got to take advantage, and you got an opportunity on uh, on Saturday night. Yeah, also go Thunder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go Thunder. Uh, they got the Pelicans today. Thunder up. Yeah, it's fine. Do that, too. Whatever you want. Thunder up, Thunder down, OKC. I don't care. Go SGA. I don't care. Whatever you all want. Uh, it's the Thunder Dagnall, and the Pelicans. Thing. Great coach, Mark Dagnall. Um, but yeah, I th- you 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 said it perfectly. This team played really, really, really well last night. Demontis Sabonis had his twenty six straight double double. But there was something at the end of the game that stood out to me, and it bothered me a little. It, I don't know if it bothered me. If Marcus Thompson was like he was sitting right here on my right <laughs> shoulder, just 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 sitting there like I told you. Like I told you, and I'm watching Domas, and Domas is touching the ball every time down the floor, every time down the floor, and I never once thought he was a threat to score. Hmm. And it goes back to the conversation: second best player, Marcus Thompson; second best scorer, Kyle Madsen. Right? What are we talking about? Because it felt like everything ran through, and obviously, Domas had one field goal attempt. One made field goal attempt in the fourth quarter, and it was a very, very important one. It was the out-of-bounds play uh, that was with him, and I think Herter resulted in the dunks. Perfect. Yeah. What a uh, shout-out to Jay Tirano. That's a hell of a play call. Incredible. Incredible out-of-timeout play call right there. But I, I started – I just started watching this like Domas – they – I don't – Domas isn't going to try to score. He's gonna. He's going to try to get the offense going. He's going to try to find the right guy. He's going to try to do the the the, the He's he's going to do everything to make the Sacramento King make sure the Sacramento Kings get points on the board. But he's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was just last night, if it was the way the Warriors were playing him, or if it was the fact that Marcus Thompson was sitting on my shoulder <laughs> for the final twelve minutes of that game, like. Oh man, maybe this is what he was talking about. He's not really a threat to score right now. It's 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 De'Aaron. Last night it was Harrison. We'll talk about this later. Malik was a yeah, it was a weird bit Malik wild game. night. Like it was it was a bit wild for Malik last night. And salute to Mike, who kind of I think he kind of recognized that. Like man, Malik, Malik's a little a little off kilter today. And but thankfully Harrison was having the night that he had. I thought Kevin Herter had a fantastic night as well, uh, and we'll talk about that here soon. But everything still centered on De'Aaron, and Harrison you know, wound up helping out through that process in the fourth quarter as he did throughout the whole game. I was just I, – I, I started to like get a little flustered that I didn't think Domas was a threat to score in the fourth quarter. So here's, here's my uh, – here's why what I told Marcus in response to that is right, <laughs> okay? Because Domas is not all oh, they're doubling De'Aaron and they're going to let Domas shoot the ball and, you know, you need him to bring you home down the stretch. It's not what he does. What he does, and for a lack of a better term, because, you know, I get why, why there's positions and labels and stuff like that. Um, I get it. I, I'm not – trying to sneeze on that or anything. But a lot of the times in this offense, Domas is the point guard. Mm-hmm. So what the point guard is doing is he's creating open looks for everybody else. That's Domas's job. 
and is the second best player, he can have 18 points. And if he's still creating those looks and those guys are getting wide open looks and knocking them down, they will win. Mm -hmm. That was my whole point, and we've talked about it a number of different times, Mm -hmm. about the playoffs. They look Mm -hmm. at the playoffs and say the Kings didn't win because Domas didn't have 25 points a game. That's not why they didn't win. They didn't win because the shots that he were he was creating that were wide open didn't fall. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is. That's the key to his game. I like for him to shoot or whatever the case may be. But here's the other part of it: if I was defending against him, I wouldn't I wouldn't leave these guys, and I'd make him a score. And that's what the Warriors didn't do. That's what other teams don't do or whatever. They collapse down on them. They double-team them underneath the basket and all this other stuff, and he can kick out. Mm-hmm. And that's their bad. Mm-hmm. If I was defending against him, I'd be like, I'd make him go one-on-one every time, stay home, give him nobody to pass it to, and then force him to shoot the ball if that's what he wants to do. I don't disagree with any of that. I think the only difference in terms of a like a visual component in how you're watching this is what a tr- traditional point guard you're watching a, a point guard bring the ball up the floor, right, mm-hmm. and initiate the offense and kind of move around. With Domas, often he's getting the ball in the high post or low post, and you start to feel like, oh, here we go. He can cook a little bit right here. No, nope, he moves, he moves. Oh, he finds HB. Or he moves, he moves, and oops, he finds Keegan. And it's great last night because the shots fell. Mm-hmm. Like, to, to, exactly to your point, it's great last night that the shots fell. But I, I, I was left wondering, like, could he close out the game if he had to? And last night was a night that he didn't have to. Everybody was hitting. Everybody was paying off those looks, those passes, and taking advantage of the Warriors the way that the Warriors were playing it. But if they weren't, like if they had missed, like, a couple and say instead of going down, you know, one or whatever, the, 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 the Kings go down three, mm-hmm. would Domas take control on the other end when he has the ball in the low post or the high post and work to get himself a shot, which he's obviously very capable of doing? Mm-hmm. And I don't know the answer to that because it didn't happen, and it didn't need to happen. And I, to answer your question, I don't think that's his game. I don't think he necessarily can. But here's the other thing. I wish Marcus was here. And I wish any of them, the, the morning roast, all them guys would say all that, would talk crazy about Sabonis and all this other stuff. Talking about he's this, that, this, and that, this, and that. I just broke down who he is. You'll say Sabonis is all this, and in the same breath, you'll tell me the Warriors can't win without Draymond Green. Draymond does the well, same okay. stuff. I get what you're doing, but don't relate that to what I said. No. Because that's I'm not talking, what I mean. No, no. I'm talking about them. Because mm. because you haven't said that the Kings can't win with Domas. No, right? I, all that, I'm no. that's what they that's <laughs> no. what they, that's what they're yeah, saying. That's like, ridiculous. oh, he's not good, yeah. empty calories. That he's is this wild. And that. He doesn't do nothing. When you yeah. need him to be your second best player, he can't score. Yeah. Well, you just told me the Warriors can't win without Draymond. Empty and he don't score. You don't. Mm-hmm. If they're doubling Steph, you don't go to Draymond and say, "Hey, I need you to put up points." You go to him to make the right decisions mm-hmm. to keep the offense moving. That's what Sabonis does. And he and he dominates the boards, and he'll get you eighteen to twenty. I love that NBA TV in the game back for like the third time. We'll oh, just yeah, watch it again. That. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch go ahead this and do one. that. Just in case we miss something the the first two times around, we'll watch this one again. It's three to three right now. Uh, with 11 minutes to play in the first quarter. <laughs> Doc, Kaminga was extraordinary. How many and ones did Kaminga have last 20. night? 20. At least. At Damn. least. Mm. That dude finished at the basket and was fa- every time. Every single every time. Every single time. Couldn't Herder win. gave him two. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah Kaminga's. That Kaminga's. Oh, man, Kaminga's. Uh, 
Kaminga's special. But to to your original point, what you're talking about, I just I think Domas sometimes the uh, takes the it's the fourth quarter. I'm gonna just do what Fox wants me to do a Mm -hmm. little too. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you you got to get active yourself. Mm -hmm. Not every or anything like that, but you got to get active yourself. But I mean, he look took at eleven he, shot attempts last 11 night. Eleven shot, eight of eleven. Mm-hmm. He he went to Draymond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he went did. to work on Draymond. Tried to play Draymond. him. And look, some of it I get right. Draymond, the Warriors, they've got the the whole notion of Sabonis out there at the three point line. I'm gonna fall back. Let mm-hmm. him shoot. If he hits it, then we'll we'll tip our hat. He was hitting last night. He was hitting. I mean, eight of eleven. Looney, that uh, clock has struck midnight on that one. Like he ain't stopping Sabonis, yeah, no more. So I'm really I'm looking forward to uh, the playoffs and the whole narrative about Domas Sabonis going away. Like I think he's gonna play like he is right now in the playoffs. Well, and, and people keep saying the playoffs, the playoffs, the playoffs. They're talking about the Warriors. It's the only thing they could be it's talking sad. about. Like you, he plays Anthony Davis in, in the first round of the playoffs. It's going to work. Like, like have y'all not paid attention? Right. No, and, and well, the fact is, they probably haven't, Jesse. Yeah. So is, is this just like a Warriors thing for Domas? No, people. So, so no, it's they're they they're framing it as playoffs. Like he's going to shrivel in the big moment. No, that's what that's what I mean. Though everyone keeps framing it as like a playoffs thing, a yeah. playoffs thing. No, it's just no, it's just lazy. It's yeah. just a, it's yeah. just a lazy take. They're just using a different word for for Warriors. Yeah, to, to what you're saying, I think it it's the Warriors feel like they're the only ones that had that game plan or were able to make that play that game plan right like I don't know like the Suns can't do it maybe the Clippers can because they got a lot of firepower elsewhere mm-hmm. um I, I think it's just only only the Warriors could throw out somebody like Looney to just say hey you don't do anything else just guard Sabonis and make sure he doesn't get a rebound I don't think any other team in the West can play that type of way I think it's just the Warriors. You know what else I noticed too, and this is gonna sound like hate. It's not hate. It's an observation. I don't think Draymond gonna make it. Make it how? Make it like I think Draymond gonna lose it at least one more time this year. <laughs> Did you see it too? A couple you times. Know what I'm the talking Malik about joint, huh? The Malik Monk joint, and he was talking crazy so, to Kessler Edwards. So there was Malik. There's Kessler. There's a Kevin Herter. It's not a Kevin Herter play. I don't even remember what happened, but. He winds up like it's a it's kind of like a dead ball, and he winds up like pushing Kevin Herter in the back, and it's like yeah, yeah, dude, that I was early. It's yeah. like yo, what is that? that? Then you got all the stuff with Malik, and they're downplaying it by slapping each other on the ass, and it's like <laughs> okay. And then you got the stuff with Kessler Edwards also. It's like he's barking at officials, mm-hmm. and I'm just watching like he ain't this he ain't gonna make it. There so, was one I don't where think he's gonna make I can't it. Remember who it was, but someone's dribbling down the court for the Kings, and it's almost like. Like he's playing football. He comes Malik, from behind and just Malik. fouls him. Yeah, how, how that wasn't a take foul, I don't know. Yeah. Steph, uh, so Steph I was Curry, wondering the same thing. Yeah, Steph Curry goes for a shot, makes the shot, tumbles out of bounds or whatever. The Kings get it inbounds real quick. They got a five on four. Malik has the ball jetting down the court. Draymond clearly makes a take foul. Yeah, no call. I didn't. I didn't. I. 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 I feel like I didn't understand the take foul because the I was only like, thing I could I, think about, and I'm not sure, is can you can it be considered a take foul? On the other side of half court, that that's the only thing. That's the only thing that I would. That's a hundred percent what I thought it was, though. To me, it clearly was. And the other thing that pissed me off was uh, late in the game, De'Aaron Fox got fouled in the act of shooting, 
And I'm like, oh, okay, Fox going to the line. I think they were down one. Going to the line, go ahead and make your free throws, whatever the case may be. I look up, they're taking it out on the side. Mm. So what the hell is this? Don't nobody talk about it. Nothing, no no uh, breaking down the replay five times like they did when Draymond got fouled regularly and they had to go and look at that. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was. What the hell is this? Well, that yeah, that was excessive. The replay was excessive. It was like that's a there is there's not even remote intent from Malik right there. Like he pump fake. Right. He was That's about he to die. Like he was about to, he was about to land on the top of his head. He was trying to make sure that didn't happen. Oh, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Hey, how about Davion? Mm. Mm. Davion Mitchell was terrific uh, boy, again. He was really good. He was terrific really again in his minutes. He was the guy. They got some contributions off the bench last night. Trey Lyle, it wasn't Malik's night mm-hmm. for whatever reason. But Davion, you know, picked up that slack. He was three of five. All of those were three-pointers, uh, four assists to go along with that. Uh, Trey Lyles had himself a, a, a nice little outing, man. But salute to Davion. 15 minutes last night to follow up the 22 he played against Atlanta. Yes. Hadn't played in a little bit. Got back in the rotation and has made the most of every minute he's played. Hey, man, I, I'm still I'm still a believer, man. I don't know if what this means these this last two nights and – you know, and how he played last night. I don't, I don't know what it means. But I don't I'm know what you. I'm still a believer that Davion Mitchell can help this team. I don't know what the two minutes and forty two seconds for Chris Duarte meant, or the six minutes and seven seconds for Kessler Edwards meant. Well, but I'll tell you, bizarre. I'll tell you, like I told the insiders, Mike Brown is hilarious. <laughs> no, hey, the Kings are hilarious. Mike Brown and the Kings are hilarious. I'll tell you what. Go ahead, sway Mike. These dudes crack me up. Tell, tell me why you think he's hilarious. Because he played Chris Duarte, <laughs> didn't play him again, and then played Kessler Edwards. That was funny. That's hilarious to me. Uh, like, ain't nobody seen Chris Duarte in two weeks, and then he plays him for two minutes in the first half of a tight Warriors game. I'm not faulting Chris. It goes south. Yeah. A lead disappears. Chris Duarte doesn't see the floor again. <laughs> Second half rolls around. Let's try Kessler. Kessler ain't seen the floor in God knows how long. He gets out there. He winds up playing a decent chunk at the end of the yeah. third. It's a nice pass at the end of that third quarter. A nice very, little, uh, skip pass, or not skip pass, but rotation pass to Harrison Barnes. And then he plays into the fourth, and I didn't realize it totaled six minutes. I thought it totaled like four. I thought it was two and a half. No, nah, that well, <laughs> well, that's what it was going to be. But he he played in the start of the yeah. fourth quarter, and he was just out there longer than I realized. Yeah. Um, but to me, that's hilarious. No, nah, I I completely understand that. I thought it was fun. I thought it was funny. You know, we talking about uh, about a week and a half, two week of who's talking, who's not talking. The vibes are off. They're losing games. They didn't lost four in a row. Nobody wants to talk. Kings win a game. Oh, Mike Brown, let me sit in on the on the media session. Oh, that's oh, everything's great. The vibes are back. Oh, what? What? <laughs> Immediate. Nobody was just talking two days ago. Now we're cracking jokes at the press conference. I love the NBA. A media session <laughs> with Domas, De'Aaron, and HB got the ESPN interview. <laughs> the wives were in there. It's just a jolly time. It was, <laughs> that hey. made me laugh. Are vibes back? Vibes are back. Vibes are back. <laughs> Let's go. It's we're... all water under the bridge. Harrison's shooting 30 times a game. Hey. Everything's just fixed. Got to say, I did not know that's what the press conference little area looked like, too. Yeah, well, I think that's the road one. 
Yeah. They make it for the room. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. The, the, you the, should um, see the one at the Golden One Center. It's smaller than your studio. The road. Uh, the road. Area. Yeah. It's it smaller than your small. studio. It's really, really. That's very DIY then, and the, on the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The road is very. That was kind of scary. Very struggle. It's a, it's a struggle. <laughs> it's a, my favorite part is I was watching. So the Kings press conference videos can sometimes be a little like shaky, like the audio comes in and out at like different volumes. So I I, I, I lean on our buddy Sean Cunningham. Yeah. And my favorite part was for Domas, when Mike goes to get his jokes off, <laughs> our man Antonio Harvey stands up and he's standing directly in front of Sean's camera. Here all you see Tone. is our man Tone Recording Mike Brown and asking the question, and then Domas's response. It was freaking terrific. I loved it so much. Hey man, I and I'm not even being a jerk. I'm really just I laughed when you know because because to a certain degree, it made me think that all this stuff that we spend hours about talking yeah. about is just ridiculous. They've loved each other the entire time. They're joking around the entire time, and now. <laughs> and now they just having a good old time. Just, we sp- we didn't spend what uh, maybe twenty hours the last week talking about <laughs> who's talking or the vibes uh, out. Uh, what's going on uh, in the locker room? There and were just joking, there were just tweets. A good there were time. tweets about leave De'Aaron and his family alone. <laughs> Rase, we love you. What the hell are y'all talking about? <laughs> Everything was fine yesterday after beating the Warriors. <laughs> just- just, just, just smiling. Just, just, just good old jokes. Do you know where your wife is? I th- shout, out, <laughs> shout out Matt George. Uh, uh, Mike walks in the room. Hey, Domas, what do you think of Mike Brown as a coach? <laughs> oh, that was good stuff. That was I good loved stuff. it. My boys are back. Boy, they're, they're back. back. Let's go. Back. Speaking of Matt George, you got to hear the question he asked Harrison Barnes and Harrison Barnes' answer. Mm. We'll have that for you uh, when dealing with Casey Return here. On Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. <laughs> I, I read one of the big Royal Rumble plans might be off. Well, I so I didn't do the deep dive before. I just saw the surface stuff. Yep. Wow. Yep. Brock. Yeah. yeah he might I, not, I mean, how is he? Back. How is he ever? How are you ever putting him on TV again, bro? Are you serious? Vince McMahon was accused of sexual assault, and his daughter went out there and said, "Give it up for my dad." That's Come on, true. man! This is pre- and they cheered, they popped. But is Vince different than Brock? I feel like Brock is. I don't know. If anything, what saves Brock that Vince is getting all this heat right now? Like yeah. Brock's still getting Brock it. Brock was wild. Yeah, man. that was. They both should not come around. Yeah, no, they, they both need to be gone. I just don't think they both will be. Mm. Um, oh, you know what? Let me get this clip. I just, I, I need, the, I need, if there's anybody at NBC, you know, Bay Area, because the Bay Area loves us more than the local one does. Well, is that what you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, I'll say it. I'll say it. Y'all, hey, hey, if I tweet something about Butch and, and Bonte, know it's up, but just, just know if you rock with D-Lo and KC, you rock with Butch and Bonte. Because you ain't ever heard D-Lo and KC or ESPN 1320 on a Kings broadcast before. Mm. I've heard it a couple of times for Bonte on a Warriors up. broadcast. Straight up. I ain't never heard it from, from anyone who covers the Kings. That, that's, Y'all can that's, draw that's your own conclusions that. from that. But if you rock with us, you rock with Butch and Bonte. They rock that, with us that's, tough. that's a fact. Like, we, we tweet all the time during the games. They, they put a tweet up. Mm. 
Oh, people don't even put a tweet up. And it, and at this point, I don't even want it. I don't need it. I'm just saying I see it. Right. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying I see it. I, I don't need it. You can keep doing what you're doing. I just see it. We see everything. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything, everything. But, mm-hmm. hey, y'all do you. Oh, you know what I was going to tell you before the show is I'm pulling up Matt's video. That I said I was embarrassed about. I, and I, and I'll I'll explain this for the radio audience. The meme with the screaming lady and the cat <laughs> that you posted, I don't know what that's from. I don't know. I think it's one of the Real Housewives or something Is that, like that. what it is? Maybe was Vander- there really a cat sitting at a table? Is this no the idea. real context of this? I think it's fo- the cat is photoshopped. Yeah, I have no cat should be photoshopped. It might be Vanderpump rules. I, I don't know, but it is hilarious every time. I, I, never- I couldn't even do it the right way. They usually have the cat like saying, I could, but it it's. It makes me laugh every time. I thought, and it makes me laugh too. And it's like, you know what? I just need to come clean and admit I have no idea what this means. Like, absolutely none. Just no clue whatsoever. <laughs> It'll be like the little caption over the lady. will be like, "I hate you guys. I hope you guys lose forever." And then the cat will say, "Bang bang Niner game." <laughs> Jill says it's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Where does the cat come into play? <laughs> I think that's that a separate, it's its own thing, too. The cat is its own thing. How did that happen? That is hilarious. She was fighting with another woman, but the cat was perfect. All right. Okay. I'm going to figure out where the cat's from. Right. So, so the cat was just Photoshopped in for funnies. Yeah. All right. Oh, All right. That's man. good stuff. Thanks, Jilly. So that was supposed to be butt stuff. Shoulder. Shoulder. I hate him. Oh. I hate the way he plays. Light the beam. <laughs> So that I, I I can play that sound too. It's just it's again it's it's sound that's recorded off of TV. Like I don't I don't have the clip from oh, their man. show. Hey. Oh man, no, I gotta tell y'all. Stan watching Sabonis play basketball. He comes to oh. shoulder, shoulder, oh. shoulder into oh. his opponent oh. over and over oh. and over again. The guy is allowed more contact than Shaquille O'Neal for Christ's sake. Oh. What are we doing? I don't like, know. What are we doing? He's a hack on offense. Oh. He's a hack on defense. Push. Oh, he had 13 assists. Yeah, because he touches the ball in every possession. Pause it. Well, oh, pause it. Yeah, I got paused it. Actually, shut the whole thing off. Light the beam. <laughs> Yo, Bush was having a morning. My brother was not pleased. Oh, man. I hit the wrong button. I got to do all this over again. Why are you bringing that back up? Um, the cash is the regular cat from Ottawa. Just It's a regular cat from what? Ottawa, Canada. How do you get involved in this? I don't know. That's okay. crazy. All right. It's funny. It is hilarious. It's funny. The cat's always funny. Shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. Light the beam. Basketball. He comes to shoulder, shoulder, shoulder into his opponent over and over and over again. The guy is allowed more contact than Shaquille O'Neal for Christ's sake. What are we doing? Like, what are we doing? He's a hack on offense. He's a hack on defense. Oh, he had 13 assists. Yeah, because he touches the ball in every possession. Oh, now that's a crime. Hollow Man is one of the most boring, frustrating players to watch in the league. He trips and falls all over himself. He initiates contact on every single play he's yep. elbowing smacking wait, hitting wait, people. Bonte texting I us right now can't stand watching Sabonis oh play basketball and you couple <laughs> that with Harrison the ghost man Barnes oh, having the game man. of his life with a block on Jonathan Kaminga good play
This is great play. Oh, oh take, oh, take a breather, buddy. Whoa, man, Butch. Light the beam. It's <laughs> a career high, 39 points last night at Chase Center. 39 points. He had three threes right away in the first quarter. I said, you got to be kidding me. Harrison Barnes, let's see game. Well, Harrison Barnes <laughs> hit seven threes last night. That didn't feel seven genuine, Butch. threes for the Sacramento mm-hmm. Kings. Again, when you don't play defense, and look, I, I'm with you on Sabonis. Better team play defense. I, I'm with you on Sabonis. Listen, man, Sabonis, he's, he's, empty, calorie. he, he's empty calories. You know, he's... <laughs> He's empty calories, and, and they'll learn in the playoffs once you get to the playoffs. Oh, they're not a real playoffs. You guys know they're, 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 they're not this year. They're not a contender. Nobody thought they were a contender. I know no. I didn't. They are who they are. They're a first-round team that'll get bounced, but good for them. Good for them. But <laughs> you guys won't get calories. We know all about <laughs> that. Look, I'm looking at the Golden State Warriors. Okay, now we're Warriors. Warriors, we're talking about the playoffs. You're not going to be there. Boy. That was tough. What? <laughs> Talk about who getting bounced, who going to make it, who's a contender. You ain't going to be there. <laughs> Bush, was, Bush was fired up. <laughs> that oh, empty man. calories line. Oh, well, Alfonso says empty calorie shirt incoming. <laughs> That's a good call. That's a good call. Put it on a shirt. How can we make an empty <laughs> calorie shirt? I like that. I like oh, that. Um, let's go, uh, as we mentioned, Matt George, uh, between his time as a tour guide around the uh, Chase Center, uh, is a pretty damn good reporter. So I believe, if I remember this clip pr- properly, Harrison right now is responding to a question from another reporter. You'll hear Matt come in. Uh, with a follow-up to HB from a question he asked earlier. Harrison's response here I think is really interesting. I'd like for you to hear it if you haven't. You know, I know the past couple games I've been getting a lot of shots. Uh, some games before that, not so much. So I think the, the biggest thing is just keeping up aggressive mentality when those opportunities come and just, like I said, try to, try to make the most of them. HB, kind of building off of that, what you are just talking about a little bit with the offense, the ball finding uh, guys. Mike has talked before about how he doesn't necessarily draw plays up for you that, that other guys are maybe focused in that sense and he just lets the offense run freely. I'm curious, just with your role and fitting with those starters, are you trying to emphasize just waiting for your spot and picking your moments? Are you trying to be aggressive and get involved or is it different game by game? Honestly, it's just playing basketball. I mean, there's, there's certain occasions where a coach might draw a player or things like that, but, you know, if you're if you're open, you shoot. If you get a post-up or a mismatch and the ball gets to you, you know, you try to make something happen. If they draw to you, kick it. If they don't, try to score. So um, I think for me and how I approach it is just maximizing it that way. Now, there's plenty of time you can run up and down for five minutes and they don't see it at all. Or you can run up and down for five minutes and get eight shots. So I think however it's, it's split up, um, throughout the course of a season, you know, you just always, like I said, just – Stay locked in, stay ready, um, and just be prepared to to, to shoot. A, a quick follow-up with what you just said, Harrison. On those days where the ball just doesn't find you, or those games where you just don't get the ball sometimes, when, when, is that are those games tough to, to deal with as someone who you want to be a focal point or engaged and involved in a high-tempo offense like this? Are those nights kind of hard, or is it just the way it is? I mean, I think in general for the, for the average fan, you know, you look at a game and you say, oh, this person – this person scored, right? This person did a lot of things. And there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into it from the other four guys, right? So in the games where you don't get those those shots, you know, maybe you set the screen, maybe you were, you know, running to the corner that threw somebody else up, maybe doing all those type of things, right? So in a game like tonight where, you know, 
the average person say, oh, you scored a lot of points tonight. Well, that's because Keegan screamed. That's because Kevin ran through. That's because, you know, Domas made the extra pass. Like, we're all working in concert. So I think not being attached as much to the credit of how it boils down every single night, but just doing your job and knowing that, you know, the way you have a high-powered offense is all five guys are going to have to make a sacrifice at some point in time. And um, some nights you'll be able to score baskets, but other nights, you know, may set a lot of screens, may do a lot of cuts, and uh, may make a lot of passes. That may Matt George, uh, ABC 10 right there with that clip. What do you think about that? I want to point one, one thing out before, before you answer. Um, 39 points, of course. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. Four rebounds and two steals for HB last night. Mm. Just throwing those numbers out because we've talked about rebounding a lot yeah. on this show. Four rebounds, two steals for Harrison last night. Yeah, uh, so... And the, a block shot. The first thing that comes to that mind. That Butcher Boy was really upset about. Not happy. <laughs> then he said, good for him. Didn't mean that. He did not mean that. That was a very <laughs> disingenuous good for him from Joe Gaskey. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, like, uh, so the first thing that comes to my mind is he's right about everything that he says. Um, what happens over the course of a game or different mm-hmm. game plans um, to help others score sometimes these are the nuances and the intricacies of the game that, you know, we try to teach every day to kids and install that in them growing up so they know this is how you play. It's not just about the points that you get and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other ways to be effective and there's other ways to help your teammates out there on the floor. We always say all the time, wh- whether it's a pass, whether it's a screen, spacing, whatever, you need to be just as excited about your teammates scoring as you are your scoring and interested in that and thirsty for that the same way. So I start off by saying he's right about all that. The frustrating thing about what he was talking about and, and not just Matt's question, but what a lot of people talk about with this is it's not just about his shooting. It's not just about his shooting. This is what I would say. If you're not getting the ball, that doesn't eliminate you from being a good defender. That doesn't eliminate you from saying, like, to me, your floor spacing and setting the screen shouldn't dissuade you from going to get rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, and in the same vein, just because you are getting shots – doesn't and I'm not saying any of this is happening with HP. I'm just using it as an example. Mm-hmm. Like just because you are getting shot doesn't mean okay now I'm motivated to rebound. Like that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. You should say, all right, the ball's not really coming my way. I've gone up and down the floor four or five times now, haven't gotten it. Nothing's really going my way. How can I be more effective out here on the court? Let me get on these boards. Let me try and get in these passing lanes. Let me lock up a little better. And we've been consistent with what we're looking for from Harrison Barnes. It's great that he scored these last two games. Nobody's expecting him to score 30-plus points a night. Nobody's asking for him to score 17-plus points a night, like expecting that. We continue to say, you just can't give me nothing. Mm-hmm. That's it. So if the ball's not coming your way and everybody else is getting the shots, recognize that. And say, man, all right, I'm about to be a madman on the board. Kevin Herter had a double-double last night. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Ten rebounds on the yep. night. There's no reason. It feels like he's consistently, maybe not to that mm-hmm. volume, but he has consistently been very active there, all over the basketball floor. There's no reason for me, and this comes with the frustrations that I have had with Harrison. There's no reason why he can't be that type of player. I'm not even talking about 30 a night. I'm talking about, you know, a better rebounder, more active on the floor. And his his scoring, the way he's scoring, the way he's moving out there on the floor, Harrison has has never been, he's not right now, he's not no kind of scrub. You got to be more assertive and make sure your fingerprints are all over the game, however that may be. Once again, I've I've graded this thing on a curve. I'm not asking you to be do-all. I'm asking you to do something. If you're scoring that night, boom, you gave me that. I'll even overlook one rebound. But you gave me 17. Cool. You gave me four points. All right, your defense was good. Cool, cool, cool. Good. You're not going to hear no complaint out of me. You gave me two points, but you had eight rebounds. Cool. Let's go. Good work. Got to do something. And that's that's where the pushback would be a little bit. It's not just about if they're running plays for you or if the ball's being swung to you or nothing like that. And your aggression just can't be on shot taking. I need aggression in other avenues on the court if the shots aren't there. He said a couple of other things that got my attention. And he 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 obviously used points as an example because that's – what virtually everyone looks at first, right? But he also says you look at a stat line and you see stuff. Like you see, oh, you did a bunch of stuff. But then he goes on to reference, you know, I was able to get 39 or I was able to get 24 shots because Keegan was setting screens for me mm-hmm. because Domas made the extra pass and we're all working. And the way, part of, part of the way I took that was, is a lot of times, like there's, there's no stat that says Keegan Murray set four screens for uh, four of Harrison Barnes's makes, mm-hmm. right? There's no stat that says DeMontis Sabonis uh, made a pass to Kevin Herter, who Kevin Herter swung it over to, 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 to Harrison Barnes in the corner. There's no extra pass stat. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how many times a night that guy's Harrison setting the screen mm-hmm. or making the extra pass or doing something as this is what I think Harrison was alluding to overall, something, whatever you want to categorize it at, that doesn't appear on a stat sheet. I'm sure he, I'm, I'm more than sure he does that um, often, right? Like, for sure. Not, not disputing that. Um, to your point, though, because I'm, I'm not trying to take away from what you said, Keegan last night had 14 points and six rebounds. Mm-hmm. Even if he was less involved, he still did those other things. Right. Uh, uh, Kevin Herter, who had been, you know, white hot, you know, for, for the last you know week or so, he took ten shots last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wound up having twelve points, but a double to go, double double to go along with it. I don't know a Kings fan that wouldn't take that. Mm-hmm. You're getting a double double from Kevin Herter. Oh, that means things probably went well for you that night. Right. And I think that's where we get really frustrated with this team sometimes is you'll see like a domino effect of, well, the shot was falling for them at a like incredible clip, a 45% three-point clip, because it feels like that's all we talk about anymore. We don't talk about field goals anymore. We talk about Mm three-pointers. They had 22 threes yesterday. Ball was 
ball was swinging, 33 assists, right? Rebounding, like everything, and, and to use the word that Harrison used a minute ago, was working in concert together. But when the shot's not falling, it feels like the rebounds fall off mm-hmm. and the defense falls off. And then, obviously, if the shot's not falling, then the assists are gone. And then it just, everything is a domino effect to where it looks like, yo, what did y'all even do tonight? Right. Like, where was that? where was that drive? And I just wonder how much of motiva- motivation, how much drive to do all those other things is easier when you start when you see threes drop, especially as quickly as they did in that game. They had a ton of points in the first quarter. What was it? They have forty points in the first quarter. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you straight up, it's it's, it's not. Uh, I guess easier is the word. It's definitely easier when you're making shots. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it is. But this is what you try to remember as a basketball player. And, you know, you try to coach these people into it. You have to be consistent with your effort and what you do in other phases, even if the shots are not falling, because they're not, they're clearly not always going to fall. That's that they shouldn't be related. Mm -hmm. Your shot falling and your effort in the other areas shouldn't be related. Gotcha. It should be two separate entities. And it's human nature. Sometimes that's not going to happen. Like, we're not saying perfect. It's a perfect world, and that's what's going to happen every time. But you strive to make sure those two things aren't related. They're mm-hmm. two separate entities. And that's that's usually what I call for, for not only Harrison, but everybody on this team. But uh, last night the shots were falling, so <laughs> it had everybody feeling good. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 